It took me 30 minutes to get to her house. Not hours, not days. She lived 30 minutes from my house. 30 freaking minutes! Inhaling a deep breath, I willed myself to calm down as I released the tight grip on the steering wheel. But panic slammed hard against my ribcage. I'd found her. Well, technically, the private investigator I had hired found her. But what the hell was I supposed to do next? I'd played out the scenario in my head while I drove. Knock on the door. When she answered, tell her I heard she lived nearby and thought I'd stop by to find out how she was doing. It all seemed simple and easy in my mind, but as I parked at the curb of her house under a grand oak tree, nerves knotted inside my stomach. I'm an idiot. Starting the engine, I decided to leave the pass behind and lock it for good, but then I spotted a movement inside the house. I killed the engine and became a stalker. I jumped in my seat when my phone ringing startled me. Staring at the phone, I eased my breathing to a steadier beat. Wondering if any one of the neighbors spotted me loitering in the car put me on edge. Heart still thumping, I read the text. A text from Isla usually put a grin on my face, but not at that moment. Every single muscle tensed. Isla, where are you? Heat rushed to my face. Why? Me. I'm about to head home. Where are you? Isla. Home. I meant your home. Me. It's your home, too. You live there. Isla. I made dinner. Thought we could eat together. My lips curled at her kind gesture. Me. Sounds great. I'll see you in an hour. Isla. See ya. An hour. I'd have 30 minutes to drive back home and 30 minutes to say hello and leave. Or just stare at the house. What's the harm in saying hello? Placing my hand on the door handle, I tugged a little, but my planted legs refused to budge as my heart hammered faster with every effort I made to get out of the car. It's been almost two freaking years since she disappeared out of your life without a goodbye or explanation. That's why, you idiot. Five minutes rolled by. Ten. Fifteen. Twenty. I had to go soon. Clenching my teeth, I shoved myself out of the car and forced my feet to the front door before I chickened out again. As I passed by the window, I caught a glimpse of Shelley. Unclear, but definitely her. Her back was toward me, but I remembered her face perfectly. How could I ever forget my first love, my first heartbreak? That woman had made my heart expand to the fullest, only to burst it with her lies. Her blonde hair, shorter than before, zapped me back to our past, and my heart raced as I remembered all the good and bad we shared. And the scent of the perfume she had worn every day, poison, how fitting, whiffed through my nostrils and pulled up old memories. Pain of her absence started to chip away the wall I had built and started to crawl into my heart. She bent out of my line of sight. The sun dipping to end the day reflected on the window and blinded me. What she held in her arms when the glare faded, or I should say whom she held in her arms, 
stopped me in my tracks. I stared in shock and confusion. My heart lurched in my throat. The tightness trapped all the oxygen in my lungs, and I couldn't breathe. A baby? Her baby? The baby couldn't be more than a year. Doing the math, ten months of pregnancy plus a year or less for the baby's age equaled two years. About two years ago, she disappeared from my life. Was the baby mine? Or did she cheat on me? Anger flared, and the rage that still lived in the pit of my stomach resurfaced. I'd always suspected she ran off with another man. Maybe she did cheat and got pregnant. Perhaps she didn't have the guts to tell me, so she ran. Things didn't add up.